Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. We are going across to the United States of America now and we are joined by Sports Illustrated writer MJ Hurley. If if there's any NFL fans out there listening and you want to pose a question um, about these trades or, or your particular team, text them into us on double eight double three, and hopefully I'll get to them before we finish our chat with MJ. But welcome into the show, MJ. Good to have you. Thank you, Mark. It is always a pleasure to be here. Um, now, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. was. Can you just talk us through that trade that Denver have taken Russell Wilson? I, I assume there's a lot more to it than just him shifting teams. What's behind this big move? So Russell Wilson has been uh, a little bit unhappy with the Seahawks for the last few years. Uh, They made a few Super Bowl runs uh, in the middle of the 2010s. So around 2016, they made a couple Super Bowl runs, uh, lost a very famous Super Bowl to the Patriots in horrific fashion by not handing Marshawn Lynch the ball at the one-yard line. Uh, And since then, it's gone a little bit downhill. So Russell Wilson kind of wanted out of Seattle, but obviously with a player of his caliber, um, perennial all-pro contender that he is, it's going to take a lot to get him out of there. There was also the fact that he had a no-trade clause uh, on his contract, so if the Seahawks were going to send him anywhere, he had to approve. So what it came down to was the Broncos were looking at a quarterback. Um, They wanted to improve that position around the Senior Bowl, which is a really big college football showcase uh, where they showcase all the seniors who are graduating and about to go into the NFL draft. Uh, The Broncos and uh, Seahawks both found out that Aaron Rodgers was going to be returning to the Packers. I know we'll talk about that later, but Mm. it was very important in the Russell Wilson trade uh, because the Seahawks and Broncos were able to kind of sit down and for two weeks figure out the price on Russell Wilson. That ended up being two first-round picks, two second-round picks, a fifth-round pick, Noah Fant, who's a really good tight end, Shelby Harris, a really good interior defensive lineman, and Drew Locke, who had been you know, one of the Broncos' good quarterbacks for the last few years. So an incredible haul that the Seahawks got. Um, they're probably going to look quarterback in next year's draft class. There's not really anyone of the caliber that they're going to want to go after this year would be my guess. Um, so they'll probably get a veteran filler or they'll go with Drew Locke uh, and look to fill that position next year. But, I mean, when you're looking for a replacement and, and you know, a trade package for somebody of that caliber, the Seahawks got a pretty good return, which, which is all you can ask for when your superstar quarterback kind of wants out of town. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Who's come out best in this deal? Like, um, Denver's given up a lot, a lot. Well, Mark, I think 
honestly, and it's rare and part of it, you have to wait for the draft picks. But as of right now, my initial reaction is I think it's a win-win for both teams. Obviously, uh, the Seahawks could come away with a steal in one of the draft picks they get from the Broncos and Russell Wilson could, you know, just have a mediocre few years and then people are questioning the trade. But my initial reaction is, again, the Seahawks get a haul that is worth Russell Wilson and the Broncos get a quarterback to lead their team, which now Denver's going to be a big free agent destination this year. They still have some cap space, so they have a little bit of money to work with. And they still have a really good young roster, really good defense, and they've got a few offensive weapons that they can still build around. Um, so if I had to pick a winner, obviously I'm going to pick the Broncos right now. If I have to make a hard and fast decision, because they get the quarterback, they get the proven asset. Um, but they also have a really hard division to go against. They got to go against Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, Justin Herbert uh, in Los Angeles for the Chargers, the team I'm covering for SI now. Um, and then they also have Derek Carr they have to face uh, in Las Vegas for the Raiders. So the Broncos knew they had to get a really good quarterback in order to compete in that division. They got what they needed. Um, and at the end of the day, they paid what they were willing to pay for the quarterback they needed. You mentioned Aaron Rodgers, and I wanted to talk to you about quarterbacks. And back when um, I, I particularly remember Brett Favre, Dan Marino, and the and the team owner said, "You guys can play until you don't want to play anymore." And they were so far yep. below their prime, but they just kept wheeling them out because they were franchise guys, and they kept playing. And I thought cost them, particularly Miami and Dan Marino, wonderful quarterback. The the change of the physiology of the modern day quarterback and now this news that Aaron Rodgers at 38 some are saying a two year contract some are saying a four year contract when when does it get to the owner saying look actually mate we want someone younger someone more athletic um, I, I sort of can't get my head around the quarterback and Aaron Rodgers the story that's just coming out now sort of adds to my puzzle yeah so and Mark, I do a lot of work for the Green Bay Packers. I've got a decent amount of friends who cover the Packers as beat writers. Um, and I've got a few people that I know inside the organization. So my phone has been <laughs> a buzz with the Aaron Rodgers situation for the last two weeks, to be perfectly honest. I covered the NFL scouting combine um, last week in Indianapolis, and I was hearing a lot of things in Indy. I actually talked to a guy from Denver uh, last week and was able to, you know, say for a fact that Rodgers was not going to Denver. So at that point, his choices were pretty much come back to Green Bay or retire. The thing about th that you mentioned is Rodgers may be 38 pushing 39, but he's the back-to-back -back NFL MVP. And in terms of his career, he's playing as good as he's ever played in his career. I mean, the, the last four years of Aaron Rodgers – are just absolutely ridiculous when you look at it stats wise compare it to any four-year stretch of any quarterback ever it is just absolutely ridiculous the things he's doing so the way green bay was approaching it very different from the way some fans were approaching it but the way green bay was approaching it is if rogers wants to be here we're gonna we're gonna bend over backwards to do everything that we can to bring that man back they even brought back his old quarterback coach tom clements who wow. was with the packers when rogers won his first super bowl i mean they have done everything within their power to bring this man back um what i'm hearing is a two-year contract now initially it was reported a four-year contract 
I don't think Rodgers or Green Bay wants to commit to that long because, like you said, he is aging. And although it is more normal nowadays for a quarterback, uh, especially in a a quarterback-friendly system like Green Bay has, to play longer, that's still – you're committing to the guy playing there until he's 43. So what I'm hearing and what I was expecting the whole time is a two-year deal. Rodgers is going to be the highest-paid football player that has ever touched a football. And they're going to hope that he can play at least two more, two more years at this level. Um, so, you know, that's, that's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm expecting. Um, but at the end of the day, Rodgers is still the best quarterback in football right now. So, so if he wants to play for Green Bay, they're going to let him, f- at least for the foreseeable future. I wanted to talk to you about the, the pay scales as well. And, like, the highest-paid New Zealand athlete is probably probably a million dollars a year that, that, that plays our sports, but no one knows. It's so very visible and open. Like I can go onto the New York Yankees website and look up salaries and it'll list all of their players, how much they make. Has that always been around in the US? Is there no, like, is it just different between Australia and New Zealand? No one talks about what anyone earns and no one's allowed to know and all that sort of thing. Is it, is it a requirement that it's very open and transparent about what these athletes are earning? So it's not it's not necessarily a, a requirement. It's mostly just a norm. Um, since, since the National Football League has a salary cap, um, meaning – Every team has to pay their players, their entire roster, under $208.2 million this year. So because of that, they have to disclose to the league, to the NFL, how much everybody is making. And then just the way you know sports and reporting on sports and everything has kind of transpired and, and the way that's just become in America um, – it really is just that everybody knows what everybody makes. Part of it is an ego thing. I really do believe. So part of it is Aaron Rodgers wants everybody to know that he's the best. And because he's the best, he's the highest paid. So that's part of it. Like when Patrick Mahomes got his 10-year, $450 million deal, it, it was the Chiefs saying, you are the best football player in the world right now. So we're going to pay you the most money. So... I think that's part of it. And it's also just everybody likes knowing everything here. And it's, you know, you can blame it on Hollywood. You can blame it on whatever it is. It really is just we like knowing uh, what people are getting paid. And it's also the fans like knowing, you know, what, what resources are my team? I'm, I'm paying, you know, thousands of dollars for season tickets to this team. Um you know, and I want to know where that money is going, what the what the money is going to what players. So it, it really has been that way at least my entire lifetime. And I really do think at the end of the day, Mark, it does come down to kind of an ego thing. Yeah, true, true. Uh, I asked listeners for questions. We've got one here. Um, who do you think will start? It's obviously a Washington fan. Who do you think will start as the Washington quarterback this next season? So Washington just traded for Carson Wentz today. Um, who was the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. Wentz did not do as well as they had hoped in Indy last year. Um, I imagine because Washington went out and got him today that they want him to be their starting quarterback, but they really do like Taylor Heineke. Um, And I'm a big Taylor Heineke fan. He came from the XFL 
which was a startup football league that is now owned by The Rock, um, that they're trying to get going again in 2023. But Taylor Heineke got his start in professional football in the XFL, um, and that was cut off because of COVID right at the beginning of 2020. So I really like his story. I'm a big fan of his. Um, but at the end of the day, Carson Wentz was a former you know, top pick in the NFL draft. So I, I imagine he will be the starter there. But at the end of the day, they do really like Heineke. And he could potentially give Wentz a run for his money, depending on how bad Wentz looks in the first few weeks. MJ Hurley from Sports Illustrated. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'll definitely stay in touch. Cheers again. Absolutely. Thank you, Mark. MJ Hurley, Sports Illustrated NFL expert. Uh, brilliant, brilliant insight. It's such an open book sport over there in the States with guard payments and things, isn't it? It's, um, it is an ego thing. I, was, I sort of suspected that what it might have been. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.